I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 96 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name's Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, four stripes. Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, four stripes. And Philly, uh, we just missed the Gordon Ryan update that would have been the best mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago on our podcast because it was that night that he slapped the living shit out of Andre Galval. Yeah. Thoughts? They got to have a match at some point. Oh, Galval's never gonna, never gonna compete with against Gordon Ryan in any type of match. He apologized. You, did you see what the apology was tied to? A sale. <laughs> what? Always be closing, Jeff. That's you know what. I like the hustle. I like the hustle. It's a micro adjustment hustle. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that was crazy. I yeah. He apologized. He should have apologized. I mean, you know, he's the one who started all this shit. You know, Gordon Ryan just is one that's not going to, he's unrelenting when it comes to, you know, making his case. And he does make a good case. You know, he he posted on on, uh, Instagram and I'm sure Twitter and all the other social media, you know, kind of the uh, misgivings of what the Autos team has done to the jiu-jitsu community. And uh, it was pretty valid, I thought. Um, you know, I, I think all that stuff's silly anyway, but but I do I do want I want to see that match, but I mm-hmm. just don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, I mean, I guess probably not if he's not going to step up now and do it after that happens. He said he wanted a million dollars for the match. Nobody's going to pay him a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he, I don't know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't have a lot to lose if he if he does the match. I mean, what's he got to lose? Gordon Ryan already slapped the shit out of him twice. Yeah. yeah I don't you know. know. It was obvious that Galval didn't want any of that, you know, that night. It was obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I'm sure it had something to do with uh, Craig Jones beating Ronaldo Jr., which is an Antos. Black Belt and, and Gordon Ryan beating Jimenez, who they were both very respectful. Of, and I think Roberto Jimenez is also an Autos Black Belt. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think he is. But you know, great match. Great. Ma- that was a really good match. Um, well, you you know what they were arguing about backstage. No. Galval told him. New Wave is a stupid fucking name for a jiu-jitsu school. Oh, Jesus Christ. So they, uh, they, no, he they, did not. That's not. It's that almost a terrible news. name. Ladies and gentlemen, that and is fake news. This Phil just made Gordon that Gordon Ryan got really upset. <laughs> See, aren't you glad he doesn't listen to our podcast? Because yeah. he'd be upset with you. and You'd be getting the shit slapped he out of you. He think it's funny. <laughs> the difference is I will take a match with Gordon Ryan. So <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. Uh, so his his upcoming match is Wagner Hocha. 
uh, you know, Wagner Hocha's uh, hell. Will trains down there with Wagner Hocha. And do you uh, know it happened last time they had a match, or the first time they had a match? Um, it was EBI, I think, was the match, and and Gordon Ryan uh, submitted him. No. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he did, but yeah, I think at so. the beginning of the match, he went for uh, the single leg X entry when he pulled himself underneath, and he didn't bring his shin, his knee to his chest, so he mounted himself. Who did? Gordon Ryan. G- pulled it. Pulled. Pulled him out like pulled you do. Out. Yeah. That's a. That's one of your moves, Phil. I know. I know. <laughs> that's, that's your open guard. That's your open guard game all day long. Yeah. <laughs> pull him out or pull side control. Hey, he pulls. He well, because he talks about scooting under when it's uh, squared. So he said he pulled in, but he just didn't get the knee in, and then just smacked it. And he said it was against Wagner, and uh, I thought that was funny. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I remember that match because it was one of the first times that I'd seen um, Gordon Ryan on, on the big stage because he was filling in for um, Eddie Cummings, who was part was formerly part of the the Danaher Death Squad, and Eddie Cummings was injured, and so Gordon Ryan, like on a week's notice, took that EBI match and I think submitted everyone on his on his way to a submission victory in EBI. Um, I think. I think probably won the most money that EBI has ever given out at like 25,000 bucks. Yeah. This might that. not have been that one. Cause he talks about it. Like it didn't go well. Um, but it's at the beginning of the CD guard DVD uh-huh. where he just explains how you enter in and why he brings his knee to his chest. I don't think Wagner Hoach has ever beat him. Oh, okay. No, I think they fought twice. And I think that he submitted Wagner Hoach both times. I think, uh, but also, I love it. Jeff Glover. He's out there. He's like, I'll take a match with Gordon Ryan. <laughs> I think that's a I would love to see a Jeff Glover, Gordon Ryan match. I mean, I mean, Glover's way smaller. Like he's your size. Glover's your size. Mm-hmm. Uh, super good at jujitsu. Like one ninety five. No, he's one fifty, Phil. One, Not my size on. Your size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what are you up to now? Like one ninety five. No. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> not even in your beer drinking days were you up to 195 were you? i might have been were you really i might have been with that yeah. pot belly of yours yeah i don't know i didn't have a scale but it was at i would say at least 180 though that's hilarious not the good 180 yeah it was a bad 180 yeah yeah no i don't think yeah yeah i mean you're gonna have to be on all the supplements to get to 180 a good 180 <laughs> Might take a while. <laughs> um, so, so let's talk about um, one of your three obsessions. Um, first obsession being crypto. Second obsession NFTs. Third obsession Open Guard. Now, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. What what have you What have you learned about Open Guard since you've been? Uh, I mean, you've been pretty much. It's been. I don't know, three, four weeks of open guard, nothing but open guard. I mean, that we've been doing together. Yeah. I would, well, I would say all year because I, I wanted to go back to the working on closed guard ideas and I have a couple ideas there, but the problem I had with the closed guard was the same one I used to have, which is anybody that's pretty good and doesn't want to be in my closed guard just is never there. So mm, got to mm-hmm. figure out something for that problem. Sure. So that kind of went back to the open guard idea, which has been fun though. Um, 
And I found a few things I like to do. And now I'm just trying to figure out how to get there more often because I have, uh, don't have good plans for how to get there. Um, so just trying to spend as much time there as possible. Uh, revisited some of the, like Gordon Ryan's like CD guard deal. Cause I think that's the best instructional he's ever done or like any of those guys have done. Cause he focuses so much on grips, which is easily the worst part for me, which mm-hmm. is my whole problem right now where mm-hmm. I don't, I can't get where I want to go. Cause I'm always reacting and losing, uh, the grip fights. Um, so I'm, I'm just trying that and, I watched a little bit the other day and I watched a little bit more yesterday and I'm trying to uh, trying to watch a little bit at a time instead of watching so much uh, because he's really answering the, the problems I'm having right now with that. So before I go any further, I may just kind of watch that a couple of times and really focus on the single leg X entries because I'm not great at that by any means, but it's mm-hmm. a familiar enough place that like I'm not getting past immediately and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a place for me to focus on where, where I want to get to. And that X guard entry too. I mean, you've been doing good with that too. Yeah. From single leg X again, yep. I need to be there first though. Yep. I feel like, or I have to have control of something to get there. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I've been focusing a lot. And we drilled the other day on kind of a one or two reactions of where to go. From the shin to shin idea. I wanted to do so many more. Yeah. You wouldn't allow it. No, I'm trying to focus on like two things. Whatever, dude. He thinks. Because I really like the butterfly seated idea or the, the like butterfly guard. But like when people stand up, I didn't know what to do. And I just kind of would repeatedly roll back and try to do a spider guard with exclusively my feet. No hands, basically. That's not really spider guard. Nope. No, it's front side control. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot of that, so. Yeah. Just just thinking about where, just trying to figure out where I want to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the X guard when I'm there. Uh, single leg X, like not really. Um, I'm not very good at that sweep, but at least I have, like it's kind of like the same idea as like I like the feet on the hips with two, the sleeve grip. Or one mm-hmm. sleeve and a foot or a heel or whatever. Um, so just trying to figure out how to how to get to somewhere. Because that's what I was talking to somebody about when they were asking me about how I like to pass the guard. And it's always, it's like what AJ said on the, the podcast a long time ago. It's like, figure out your knee cut from everywhere. And I did that with the over-under pass mm-hmm. to where I could like jump into it from a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And then I tended to gravitate more towards the knee cut over time. Mm-hmm. But from a lot of places, I can get into a position where I can knee cut or theoretically go the other way. Um, you never, theoretically, theori- you know, yeah, it's the, a possibility. The to that, folks, is that Phil never goes the other way on that knee cut. He's but I going could. to knee cut. I could. You, no, you can't. I keep you guessing. You won't. Because you think I might. No. Like, I never, you, no. It's like I when, only defend It's like in multiple side. choice when I, you've got false I, four <laughs> times in a row. You're like, next one has to be true. Nope, it's false <laughs> nope, again. False. <laughs> you've got a hundred falses in a row. So like, I'm really keeping you guessing because you're like, he's got to go the other way. This No, nope, he's not doing it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's so much, it's so effective to do like that. Adam Wiltsey, uh, the, the, 
what was it called? Buzzsaw, buzzsaw guard, guard passing or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that was, that made a it's lot. It's Wilfredo guard passing. It's it the is. same thing he always no, said. You're right. You're absolutely right. And just getting in that better position by going back and forth. I mean, you didn't pick up on like what I thought was funny when he was talking about it. What? That, cause he's, when he's talking about drilling and how, how the many, meta? N- not that, the how many times to drill it. What did he say? I can't even remember. Well, cause he's talking and, he, and he, he just says you have to drill it a lot and it could be 200 or 400 and the number doesn't matter. You don't have to like keep count. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you do it. And I just laughed because, like, you quantify everything. The number does matter. It always does. Doesn't matter. It does. Never does. It always has and always will. Nope. That's why we learn the numbers. Because <laughs> they matter. All right. I was told there would be no Your math. hatred of numbers befuddles me. And Schluter, by the way, we've talked about that. How I hate the quantifying yeah. so much? Yeah. Yes. I, I, I hate it. Well, now that we're quantifying things, I am tripling down on do, uh, the fundamentals. You have been. I know. Putting my money where my mouth is. Bam. Is that what we're calling that? Yeah. Your, your 2018 and 2019 New Year's resolutions started in 2021. We just didn't know the time frame. It was a New Year's resolution because it's been since the new year. You've been saying that for like three years. Was the whatever, dude? Was the I joke. did it, man. I did it. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. What's the matter? I mean, you can't quantify with a number, right? I mean, I mean, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. They're all numbers. Apparently, those don't matter. So, I'm right on time. If you ask me. It's, all right. Well, that's fair. Thank you. That's fair. I'll take it. And shocker, it's making me better at jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about this uh, last night with Patrick after class and how like I'll always be so determined to figure out how to do one thing all the time either for like like the knee cut from everywhere or whatever I, I want to mm-hmm. get really good at that one thing mm-hmm. where you kind of like you've always been really uh, slutty with your jujitsu techniques 100% you know you're just like you know not one is boring you gotta just move on to the next one yep so when you're rolling, you do that. Like you don't force anything. And even when like you're on top of the mountain, I want to see like if I can survive for a little while, you just like leave. And I'm like, well, you know, and you're like, I'm, I'm bored here. It's been 30 yeah. seconds. You're like, why did you give that up? I'm like, eh. you bored. Eh. You know, <laughs> let's move on to something else. So I was thinking, I'm, and I don't think either approach is better. I just like, I think it's just the personality I think thing. Both have its, both approaches have their advantages and both approaches have their disadvantages. But I think focusing on the techniques and getting better at the fundamentals, like you're just going to get into it so much cleaner that you won't have to move on very much. That's exactly what I'm finding out. Like whenever you concentrate on entering the chokes and getting the lapel in a cleaner fashion, guess what? You submit people more readily Mm -hmm. and you can move on because you just submitted them. You know, I mean, it's it. Yeah. It's astounding. And it's, I, I don't know why I couldn't think I couldn't do this earlier, uh-huh. but I don't really care. I mean, I'm here now, mm-hmm. so that's all that really matters, you know, and, and it's fun. Like it's, it's seeing, seeing the progress is fun from something that I never thought I was, don't get me wrong. I was like fundamentals. And I was like seeing 
um, I always like learning the new little things whenever we do a fundamentals class, right? And like, I, I think that's, I think that's interesting because I feel like that my Mount Cross choke is going to be trash eh, for at least five more years, you know? And I mean, it's, it is, and I work on it. What? You don't think, it, why, why are you looking at me like that, Phil? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just noticing every time you talk, it's always the number. Like it's gonna be five years. <laughs> Sometime from now, yeah, is whenever I'm never gonna be good at the Mount Cross joke until you practice it. No, I, dude, I practice it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I practice it all the time. No, I know you don't do that because you move on from it like 14 seconds after you start doing it. It's 14 seconds, dude. I can't spend more than that on it. Yeah. A roll? What do you want me to sit there and dig for that fucking cross choke for two minutes? I'm not going to do that. Refuse. Okay. All right. Maybe I should. You should I, probably figure out how to do it. Should probably, probably figure out how to do it. Probably because like, once you get your hand in there, you'll Listen, be like, oh, that's how I you get your hand in there. I can do it on white belts. All right? I don't think so. I can. Oh, no, yeah. I, I mean, it's I, been documented. I, I have. So. I don't think so. I do it. But I don't spend more than 14 seconds doing it. The reason I don't think so is because there's a lot of times I lay there not moving. And it's like not quite the same as other people's cross chokes. I don't what I don't even mean. It's even more garbage than other people's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. so like it. when it's done right, it feels a certain way, like immediately. Right. That first grip cuts off. That. Yours does that sometimes. Whenever I get that grip, grip deep enough the first time. I have to lift up the head now to do that. Okay. And so, I am. It's like your hand, arm, hand, everything's got to be in a certain spot, right? Yep. It seems. Mm-hmm. And when you do that right, it feels one way, but you don't do it Hydra right. Hydra Gracie it's, says it's like got to be within a half a centimeter. I'm like, what? I can't do that. What do you mean? Like he's, his positioning is like so precise that it's not even, it, it's less than a quarter inch. He knows where he wants to be within a quarter inch on everyone. Right. Whenever he's doing it. I believe that. I don't. Well, like think about John when he, when he grabs your elbow, it's always the same. Mm-hmm. Always the same. Because he's practiced it a lot. And the number doesn't Probably matter a, a lot is a lot. So that Probably matters 10, <laughs> until it was right. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think if you practiced it and if you forced yourself to do it against people defending it, that's really hard. You'd figure out like where your hands need to go and you'd get better at it that way. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. But two, like, but like you can get in there without like, you don't have to, I feel like they do it without the the ghee burn. Like I feel like um, ghee burning their face, like Indian like burning. Are mm-hmm. we allowed to say that? Oh no! Jesus, like you just got canceled, Phil. Do you remember that? You just that got, like when yeah, they did that to your arm. Of course, I remember yeah. that. It's called what Native it? American burns. Do they do that still? I feel <laughs> yeah, like that's even more. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> so like doing that motion with your with your sleeve across their face is not the uh, only way to get it. No, you're right. You're right. 
So I don't mean that when I say like you should look for it and dig in and find it. No, I know I know what you mean. I mean the first grip is the most important grip. The second grip is really it's not that important. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, bringing it back and get, getting getting that jawline cleared, it, it is important. But you're going to do that if that first grip's miserable enough, because they're going to want to do that. They're going to want to lift that chin. Yeah, that's one I still been like working with a little bit. What's that? That's still one I've been working on a little bit. I think I, I think we'll be working on that for years to come. I really do. I don't. I don't How many years? At least five. All right. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe beyond. Maybe beyond. Uh, what's the what's the? So when you said you were doing the purple belt test a lot, you said you took away that like reverse butterfly sweep, which I've actually been playing with a little bit because of the arm drags that I like to do. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of end up there sometimes. So I've been seeing that a little bit. Yep. Uh, like which, which one of the fundamental ones are you seeing improvements on? Like what idea has like shown up? Well, the, so I never, I never really, um, I never really did that reverse butterfly sweep, which is the one where if they, you're trying, you're in regular butterfly position sitting up, right? And if they try to stop your, your butterfly by grabbing your lapel, you pull the grip off the lapel and put it cross body because I would always put it cross body and try to take their back from there, right? But now from just practice, practicing it, I'm grabbing that opposite side lat, lat, trapping their arm and doing that reverse butterfly to where you end up in side in side control on them um so i've been doing that a lot i mean nick just went over butterfly um thursday night and we we in sparring that's all i was doing was butterfly and reverse butterfly stuff i mean it was and it was awesome because it was you know everybody wanted to practice that stuff because we just we just went over it so so it was nice that everybody was kind of get there was a lot of give and take um, with that and, and getting into those positions and seeing, seeing like whenever they butterfly sweep and then you just do it immediately back to them, maybe reverse or maybe, maybe forward. And, um, what? whenever they butterfly sweep you, if you keep going with it and you trap their arm, whenever they sweep you, you can, you can immediately get that hook in and sweep them, re-sweep them. Oh, so so there was a lot of that going on, you know, which was pretty cool. And, um, one thing, you know, cause, cause both Steve and John always say that, that, that butterfly sweeping position, it's a pushing guard, right? That butterfly guard is a pushing guard. They, they always want to want you to go back kind of over the ankles whenever you, you sweep them and forward on your shoulder. But Nick, um, he went over that. Uh, obviously, but he also went over the fact that, you know, he's a smaller grappler, right? Black, it's black belt, smaller grappler. People tend to try to push him. So whenever he's going back, he kind of went over that, what, where people have the instabilities and on the corners instead of straight ahead or straight to the side. So whenever he's coming back, he's taking them over that, their front shoulder quarter to be able to sweep them that way, uh, which I thought was interesting because, because uh, I've never really seen that taught before uh, because it's always been taught that it's a pushing guard instead of, and he was saying, you know, there is on that whenever they bulldoze you, it is a pulling, it is a pulling sweep whenever you do that. So he is, he is not only trapping that arm, pulling that, pulling that sleeve across, but he's also 
pulling the lapel across. So mm-hmm. I thought that was good. It was very interesting. Yeah. Did the did the uh, audience just doze off during that? <sighs> Probably. That okay. was a lot. Yeah. Okay. That was a lot. Yeah. But it was. It's my fault. I asked the question. You did. Yeah, I did. Good point, Phil. I asked which fundamental technique you like, and you just went right off into the the, the fancy stuff. It's it's not really fancy. It's not. Um, I again like um, I like to pull myself onto my back, sure. make zero grips, and let them go into side control. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's Makes probably sense. why they tell me not to pull people on top Makes of sense. me. Makes sense. Yeah. And. Yeah. And don't do that. But I'm mm-hmm. just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep going bottom we'll side control mm-hmm. and practicing my um, escapes from mm-hmm. there. Making you better. It's making you better. Yeah, I could sweep people, or I could just fall backwards and try to escape later. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a solid. Build up the confidence. <laughs> pull the rug out. That's that's the plan. <laughs> that's funny. Um. I'd like to point out that that Team Fight Twin has been on a nickname terror lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because, well, because everybody started calling you the Butterfly Effect. No, that is not that is not my nickname. It's oh. mine is Iceman. We all know that. Actually, so. it's Submission Magician. All of a sudden, <laughs> that is not true. Uh, uh, but Bill Ziegler, before he left us for uh, Fight to Win and, and the Mountain Division there in Asheville, he gave. Uh, I got. I almost forgot his name. Jason. I think his name is Jason, <laughs> but I only know him by popcorn now, because he does little baby shrimps. <laughs> and and Delvin added in there. Whenever you heat him up, he explodes, <laughs> which was also a very good observation. <laughs> that may be the best ever jujitsu nickname. Uh, second one was given. Um, Thursday night to Jake uh, from State Farm. Uh, and whenever Jake didn't stand up in base at the end, he then made us do 20 squats because that's the rules. Mm-hmm. If you don't stand up in base at the end, you do 20 squats or 20 push ups or whatever Nick says you do 20 of. Mm-hmm. And so now his nickname is State Farm. He will forever be known as that. I'm not sure who gave him that nickname, but I do know that Brian. Um, uh, took the motion at hand and I seconded the motion so it stuck. Uh, so now he's State Farm. So okay. get, uh, folks, for the 100th episode, which is coming up here in three episodes, mm-hmm. I want I want you guys to go on and, and give your best jiu-jitsu nicknames, whether they're, your, they're yours or whether you make them up or whether they're someone else's. Go, go on the uh, Facebook page and give us your best jiu-jitsu nicknames be interested in this hmm. popcorn well, is pretty funny popcorn is hilarious i don't get state farm at all jake from state farm yeah i don't get it he's state farm his name's jake yeah i don't get the state farm it's part. hilarious just l- let it sink in phil don't 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 embarrass yourself on this podcast it happens too often it wouldn't be the first time i didn't get no joke. of course not wouldn't be the first time in this episode <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Jake, another Jake, <laughs> our white belt Jake. I don't, I don't know his last name, uh, but he was saying that that uh, Chuck turned him onto the podcast. Thank you, Chuck. Thanks for spreading the word. That helps us out. 
and um, and he appreciated the uh, the math etiquette um, stuff that we did, the stuff that you make fun of that we do. Mm-hmm. He said he appreciates it being a white belt. He appreciates us talking about that stuff because he, you know, you don't know unless you you're told. Right. Right. So give me your favorite mat etiquette. I'm now. just not doing this now. Do it. Nah. Do it. We didn't. We didn't discuss the nogi topic. Hold on. We're going to go. We got plenty of time you left, just, dude. We got ten, plenty of time to discuss nogi. All right. All right. Give me your favorite mat etiquette. My favorite mat etiquette. Yeah, favorite thing. What? No, give me the thing that you think that people need to know the most. Pay attention to people around you. I think that's really good advice. Being aware of your surroundings is like one of the most. I would things. rather someone pass my guard than me fight for the guard pass and bump into the people next to me. Right. Correct. That's good advice. It's really good advice. And then I cheat on the reset. Duh. Why wouldn't you? Everybody does. That is my favorite one. That I think that's a very pertinent one. Mm, I'm going to go with something more traditional. And that is to keep your fingernails and toenails cut. Keep them trimmed. Nobody wants to get bloody because you dug your fingernail or toenail into them. Mm. You know? Keep up, keep it's kind of gross. Keep clippers in your bag or whatever. Go into the bathroom, cut them. Don't leave clippings everywhere. That's that's fucking rude. You know, collect your clippings, throw them down the toilet. Boom, you're done. It takes two minutes before class. No, I do, you I, I do that at home. You can do it at home too, <laughs> but I'm just saying, man. Yeah. Sometimes you get there and you see, oh yeah. darn, you know, I ain't your fingernails. You can kind of bite them, whatever. That's disgusting too. But uh, I used to do that. Yeah, me too. I, that was, I was a hard a, one to quit. I was a nail biter. Yeah, I don't know what. I just quit. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know why. And now I think it's really gross. It is gross. It's gross to bite your nails. Yeah. 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 So, but if you're in dire straits and you're fingernails or toenails those are harder to bite (laughs) not that bad i don't think i could bite my toenails no pretty sure i couldn't uh we're not recommending that by the way folks for any of you that was that's disgusting um yeah uh the normal stuff be on time pay attention yeah uh wear the proper clothing make it make sure it's Clean clean clothing yeah Wash your stuff, wash your belt. Um, I feel like, I feel like some people don't know you're allowed to put your stripes back on. Oh, that is true. Somebody said that the other day too. I heard somebody talking about that. Yeah. If your stripe falls off, you can put one back on if you want. Yep. Yeah. I asked John about that early on. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, just put them back on. Um, because like the washing machine takes them off. Yeah, of course it does. So. Oh, another top tip. If you uh, do want to give a little bit longer life to your stripes, you can always put a little a little dollop of super glue. Um, the I way this worked for me the best is that I put it on when the belt's dry. Yep. And like I'm not going to roll for a while. Because like 
every promotion stripe I've ever gotten has never lasted to the second round. Really? Yeah, it just gets wet and comes immediately off. It never sticks. Huh. It's like when I'm sweating and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, maybe it lasted the second round. It's never made it home. Yeah, yeah. Like, and through the washing machine. Okay. Interesting. I didn't, okay. So, like, after I after I wash it and, like, when it's dry or I have, like, a period, like an overnight where it'll be dry, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll retape. Mm-hmm. Another top tip, especially for those who are just, you know, new to jujitsu, you know, white belts that are new to jujitsu, is have a way to document what the techniques that you've done so that, so that like you can practice those techniques, you know, whether it's my BJJ notes or if it's just the old fashioned uh, notebook, go take notes and, and really, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, first of all, it's going to be funny to look back on them, you know, because you realize how much you didn't understand what was going on uh, whenever you kind of do understand until you know that you don't understand anymore. And so, so it's a good practice to, um, to really take notes and, and make sure that you're, uh, I think just the act of writing it down kind of solidifies it in my mind whenever I, whenever I do it. Um, you know, even when I was at that seminar and, and, the, the, it lost my notes it, just by writing them down to begin with. It kind of solidified what we were talking about. And I've been using that a lot too, the, the chin up technique whenever you're passing and stuff. So mm-hmm. that Steve Hall went over. So I went back and looked at the old notes. I told you about it the other day, but like I went back and looked at what we were, I was doing with John in the privates when I first started. And it's really just reinforced that I need to spend more time doing what we did the other day where I just focus on one or two things and just drill that. Like maybe not necessarily like drill it with no resistance at all, but like put myself in this position to only be working on that stuff and really focus on it. Cause like all the privates from when I first started is head and arm choke, bow and arrow, triangle, push, pull, sweep from open guard, hip bump sweep. It's it's like the same eight things that are, you know, the things I use pretty much exclusively. Yeah. Like, and it's because I like, those things because I drilled them. So then I started having success well, with them. So that's Cause you were always really, I mean, even from the first time you did the hip bump sweep, you probably because it worked that you gravitate towards it, you know? Yeah. But I think that there are certain things that you like, there's certain things that you're going to be better at, you know? And like, and I'm not saying better as in good. I'm just saying better as in, Oh, this is a technique that's kind of naturally, this is, I don't, for whatever reason, it, it kind of comes natural. And that for you, that was a hip bump sweep. I remember saying it from the mm-hmm. first time you did it. I was like, damn, like that hip bump sweep was good from the first time you did it, mm-hmm. which I don't, yeah, that's other than maybe the head and arm choke for me, that, that, that hasn't been the case for head and arm choke and Kimura probably are the two things that I always gravitated toward, you know, cause I, I, I felt like they were natural, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think everybody has that, depending on their body type or whatever it is. So, so let's talk about nogi. What did you want to talk about with nogi? Well, I brought it up to you the night because you haven't been going. That's because I'm tripling down on the fundamentals, Phil. We could make that work, you know. So, yeah. nogi is more fun. Duh, it's more fun. And I've been it's, telling you this for years. It's just not my focus. You're missing out. Yeah, and 
and I will for the next six months. I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah. I mean, I love Nogi. I hate that I'm missing Nogi class on it's, Thursday. I'm having so much more fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which then in turn is going to make you better at leg locks because you're going to have to figure them out sooner or later. I'd, yeah. How to never, never be in a position where somebody can touch my feet. I don't like the leg locks. I'm not a fan. God, you, you frustrate me so much sometimes. Mark this down, ladies and gentlemen. Six months from now, Phil's going to be balls deep in leg locks. You've been saying that for Six years. months from now. You've been saying balls that deep. a long time. September 2021, Phil going to exclusively leg locks. I don't think so. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Hurt my ankle last night. What'd you do to your ankle? I just feel like I'm a body lock guy, you know? Like, from the back. I just feel like I got the legs for it. I'm very tall. Long legs. And now this is the second time I've hurt my ankle trying to body lock somebody. How do you hurt your ankle trying to body lock somebody? Just the first time it was a weird roll. And then last night it was just like a weird, like, hook thing. I don't even know what he did. Don't even know what he did. But it, like... Caught it, pulled it. I have, I have no idea. But the lesson is... You've got very delicate ankles, by the way. I do. I really you do. really do. Yeah. Because the first time, like, when Bill caught something and it, like, Toehold. destroyed it. And I was like, unnecessary ankle. Get it together. Yeah. That wasn't that bad. No, I know. Like, I have no strength or flexibility or or uh, I got to... I know I got to work on that. The, you need to follow that. Um, uh, did I... Did I send that to you? The guy, um, Instagram knees over toes. Like he's always talking about strengthening ankles and the supporting structures around your knees. And, and he, he's incredible at it. He's got a lot of stuff. Is um, he the younger skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thin, tall, thin dude. He shredded Back, backwards hat. And then like, I think he, yeah. In the video. Did I send that to you? Cause no, I came I think- across the guy and he didn't. He was uh, like all about like squatting and how squatting is. Uh, did you send it to me or jumping. did I send it to you? You might have sent it to it me. It might be a different person. No, this is I, this is Instagram knees over toes. Is oh, what, yeah. I think I'm talking about somebody else. No, this guy. And this guy's got like um, j- just for everybody out there, a couple of great follows. Um, uh, Dr. Stacy on the physio fix. I watched his video and his was all about like. Dude, that looks like him. I mean, it might be. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're the same one because he's got a... Yeah, this is... I watched uh, like a 20-minute video on how he does like different exercises for it. And this is now the third time I've had an ankle, both of them, uh, third like ankle injury. Uh, so so for, for those of you out there, you, you know, for me, it's it's important. Uh, um, the physio fix is... Um, Dr. Stacy, and she's she does a lot of the stuff like if you remember the supple leopard stuff, the Kelly Starrett stuff. Um, she does a lot of positioning as far as um, you know stretching and mobility uh, for for it really literally all parts of your body. I've been lately. I've been doing uh, stuff to unlock my low and mid back um, with her, and she's got great exercises for that. Actually, um, Brent has been doing. Um, Brent has been doing the stretching after his fundamentals and after we, we spar it, we do like 10 or 15 minutes of stretching, which is fantastic. And it's, and, and I believe he might've been, he might've actually been the one who 
turned me on to, to Dr. Stacy, um, and that she, she does a fantastic job at, at, um, showing that mobility and, um, and giving you specific exercises, like three or four of them for each, each problem part that you're having. So, so Dr. Stacy or, or the physio fix is what, uh, it is on Instagram and then knees over toes guy. I think it's knees over toes guy, um, on Instagram. And that's for like mobility, um, mobility specific to kind of your lower body, ankle, legs, knees, obviously knees, um, yeah, it's it's knees over knees over toes guy. That's his name's Ben Patrick. Um, and yeah, I think that's him. See, Bill, the top, the um. Yeah, that looks like the same I, picture. I think that's yeah, because yeah, he has a hat. hat yeah, he back. does like an online training thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's it. Because that was A-T-G the website you did at gone. Yeah. At, at ATG online coaching.com. Yeah. yeah. I've heard really good things about him. I, I like haven't done it, but I, I was doing the stuff out of the, the supple leopard book for a while. Mm-hmm. Cause like I've, I've had these same ones and I would like roll the lacrosse ball underneath my heel and on the bottom of my foot. Uh-huh. Um, and That's then also just like, sta- like stand up, uh, like get on my tippy toes, basically uh-huh. like lift myself up. And that, that's where I, that's basically what I did this morning. But also to stand up on the block so that you can you can release and go down lower. Yeah, that's I, what I that's do that. what like these over the, toes guy does a lot of. I I could do that on like the steps or something. Yeah, outside. for sure. I would have to do that. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, it's a, it's a good practice, and he's got he's got like a slant board for it where he does it both ways, where he's going uphill and then downhill on that whenever he does like uh the the knees over toes workout Mm -hmm. stuff Uh, again it just it's it's strengthening those supporting structures around your knee and you know if anybody here has had a knee injury me included you know you you know how miserable it is so strengthening those structures i think are and and i went back through and the on tom brady's book and stuff when he was talking about doing all the like the calf and then whatever that muscle is on the side of your shin like whatever that is mm-hmm. he was he was going over rolling on that stuff and i was doing it for a little while and i feel like they're probably all related to why it's so tight because my hamstrings are always tight but i spend so much time every like whenever i'm going to train i stretch my hamstrings for a long time and then like roll out the front like hip area mm-hmm. and stretch out the hips and stuff and it's like mm-hmm. how many things do i gotta stretch you know or you get the more you gotta stretch what is it goggins does like a two-hour stretch regime every morning I mean, he's pretty fucking. He's he's kind of hardcore. He kind of he kind of does a lot. I'm talking like a, a lot I'm more already than us. spending like ten minutes. You know, it's like that's my time. <laughs> I got I got ten minutes for you stretching. Yeah, and if I if I never stopped when I was doing a lot, I probably could rotate those ten minutes, so I wouldn't need to stretch the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. And I could like, because that's what he talks about in the book. Like, you don't have to do everything all the time. No, like if yeah. you like rotating around For and make sure. sure everything's loose and you have like a routine, almost like you would have a weightlifting routine where you hit different areas all mm-hmm. the time to keep everything ready to go. But my hamstrings are always so tight. Always so tight. Like I don't, I don't know what to do about those. I mean, you just got to keep stretching, dude. I don't know. I mean, I, that's weird. Cause mine really are never. Yeah. I mean, the tight. sense like I can relieve back pain immediately by just like sitting up next to the wall and putting my heels against the wall with my butt against the wall and like pulling in. It's so weird. 
it's cool that I finally know it hurts my back, but like I do it at least once every day. Well, that's what Goggins was saying is that his back pain was due to his hamstrings and his psoas muscle. I mean, he was, mm-hmm. it was, it was all interrelated and that's why I started doing the yoga and, and stretching and stuff. Yeah. I mean, this, my psoas may have an issue cause I, I have like tightness sometimes, but the so right doesn't seem to help it much, but the, the, I feel a difference when I like foam roll, like the top of my quads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then also like right here. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What right here is just above the knees, folks. For those of you who aren't here, telekinetic, watching, watching, yeah. which is nobody. Um, they, they heard it. <laughs> yeah, they could tell by where you're rubbing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's so important just to keep that maintenance, that body maintenance to keep from being broken, you know? I mean, that the stretching and the, the body maintenance and, you know, cold baths, sauna stuff, anything that you can do to help produce those uh, cytokines that will help recovery, help aid in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Ice cream? No, no, ice cream really doesn't. You said to ice it? No, ice, ice baths. Cream? Ice baths. Okay. Not ice cream. Ice baths. I feel like we're saying the same thing. But nope, we are not. I mean, if you want to sit tomato, in a bad ice cream, if you want to sit in a bad ice cream, that might work. <laughs> now you're now you're in. Ooh. Phil's in now. He's <laughs> in on the ice ice cream bath. <laughs> That'd be really gross. <laughs> Would be very gross. Um, <laughs> make sure it's chocolate. Uh, <laughs> um. Phil, tell the folks out there, if they choose to do so, how they can support us. Share the podcast. Yep. Wear a medium shirt. Wear a medium shirt, yeah. And then you can order a rash guard. Yeah. Most comfortable rash guard out there. We need to really order some more rash guards. I've been saying that for a very long time. Yeah. Those rash guards are the best. Shout out to James Clareman for hooking us up with those. Um. How else? Share the podcast. Yeah, right? just share the podcast. That's pretty much it. Chuck, thank you for sharing with Jake. You know, I don't know how much value we're going to give anybody, but, you know, it's there, I think, inherently. Um, and get out and do, do jiu-jitsu. Have fun. If you're not doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jiu-jitsu. We hope you do, too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.